0: and beautiful people welcome to love baths love talk it is a, a very chilly and brisk tuesday morning in the elm holy cow some are just i mean summer just ghosted us i thought we'd have a little bit more time you know to come back around with some warm weather do you know what i mean like i guess not i guess someone's like i got to go babies. Cause it just left like it was one day. One day it was warm. Next day it was not. <laughs> and uh, as you know, on my social media sites, people were turning their heat on. They can't take it. Me, I'm holding out. As a matter of fact, today I'm gonna go and buy me a space heater. I'm not ready to put this heat on just yet. I, I think I could wait it out a little bit longer. I, I don't know, but. I think I can. <laughs> I, I'm just not ready, and uh, and I. It just seems. It just seems like summer was yesterday. Why am I turning on the heat? I know it's cold. I know it's cold. I know it's cold. I know it's cold. And. Uh, uh, I'm gonna do my best see how long I could go. I've been looking at the you know how you you look at the extended weather to see what the temps will be <laughs> So <laughs> I'm looking at the weather to get a sense like okay, is there some warmth in sight although it's raining all pretty much all day today like today is just it's just gonna rain all day and uh and it doesn't look like it'll get anywhere near the 70s this week. Like it's going to be um, uh, like Friday is going to be the warmest at 73. Uh, but the mornings start out, you know, the 40. Like today started out at 45. The high is going to be 57. So, you know, fall is here. I I uh, I pulled out my teddy, my little. No, not to be confused with lingerie teddy, but my, my, teddy, my teddy overthrow. I bought this a few years back. I never wore it because, I don't know, I just never really, I just never really, I love the color. I just never really rocked it. So when I opened up my, um, my storage, because, you know, I have these, my sister got me into uh, um, using the vacuum bags to put clothes in. So that's what I did when I was changing out the seasons. So I put everything in vacuum bags, which is really nice. You put them in these bags. You take your vacuum cleaner sucker and you suck all the air out of it. And it collapses, collapses it. And oh, my God, it's like the best thing. And then when you open it, it just goes. So they were sitting in my room, so I opened them because I needed Cause I was looking around, like looking around. I was like, "Ooh, I still have summer stuff, like short sleeves." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is, this is not gonna work." <laughs> I, I have to I have to get out of denial, <laughs> and I'm like, "Babs, it's October. You can put on boots. Like you could." I, I had to get out of denial. So this morning was my get out of denial. Uh, jail card. And I I just pulled this out. I still have a t-shirt on, like I have a t-shirt underneath this because I haven't haven't transferred my clothes over. So I don't have any long sleeve shirts. (laughs) So I guess, you know, that might be a good thing to work on this week because I don't see us going back. So there's only November, December, January, February, March, some, a little bit of April, that's going to be cold. So I need to just get over myself and, uh, Mm -hmm. deal with that. So that's what I'm (laughs) doing. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) It's cold. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I, I got the, I got the memo, mother nature. I got it. I got it. No, no sense. No sense in uh, trying to uh, hold on. I got it. So anyway, uh, that's where we are. So I had my first LSAT prep class last night. I mean, Saturday really technically was the first one. You know, up until this point, we've been working on parts of the, L, you know, parts of the prep. But this is, Saturday was, Let's, let's start talking about how we're going to uh, move forward with the LSAT. And last night was our first study group because we we're broken up into study groups. I think just like three, three of them or three or four of them. So I'm in the Monday night Monday night's study group. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, my God. Listen, I've already learned so much. <laughs> oh, it is, um, it is. You know how you say in the street, F what you know, F what you heard, F what you heard. <laughs> it, it is, um, I'm already thinking differently. I am already, just from last night's class. I am already thinking differently. And I already had a sense of this. Okay, this is this is how you have to think about this. Champagne is a sparkling wine. All sparkling wines are not champagne. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. The reason behind that doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Champagne is a sparkling wine. All sparkling wines are not champagne. Yeah. Now, I know this because I drink a lot of champagne. But that's the thinking. Because, you know, you'll hear people say, oh, let's pop some bottles, let's pop some champagne. And they bring out Prosecco or Cava or or whatever the hell it is, or a Cremont. You know, but those are not champagnes. They are sparkling wines.. So uh, so so the one key thing that I took away last night is that is you you have to suspend common sense in a, in a big way. You have to suspend common sense. And that's not a bad thing. I don't mean you have to be stupid. That's that's not it at all. It's just that you have to think about things differently. And uh and uh and it 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 really was a ride last night for people, me included. I was like, "What?" <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I got it though. I think well, I got last night. <sighs> the things we do for love, like walking in the rain and the snow, and there's nowhere to go, and you're feeling like a part of you is dying. Yeah, <laughs> you just you just keep it moving. It's exciting, though. It, it's it really is exciting to sort of think about this LSAT and and, and the way to approach it. It's, it's exciting, exciting, you know. It's gonna be a, a lift. So we're taking a diagnostic LSAT Saturday, like we're sitting for the LSAT. And uh, it's going to be a, a trip just want to see where we are and what we know and that kind of thing so we'll see i'm not nervous like i i just don't get nervous about stuff like that i'll just be calm you know they gave us some tea, like get up have a big breakfast you know give yourself time all
1: of that and uh you know i'm i'm a uh, i'm ready
0: as i'm as i'm going to be now how how I'll do, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> but I'll be calm cool and collected. I know that. I'm not gonna not gonna be crazy. So uh yes. So tomorrow we're um we gonna we're gonna run a rerun because I'm I got a date with the vice president of the United States tomorrow. So Uh, I won't be on air. I will be with the Vice President of the United States, just so you know. (laughs) Providing that my security clearance clears. (laughs) So, Provided my security clearance, but I'm planning on being there. And uh, so I just want you all to know that for tomorrow. Um, so if you don't see me or you're looking for me, like, why Why is there a rerun? Or people are texting text me, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. I'm with the Vice President of the United States. So I just want you all to know that. Uh, Nora is holding it down for Harry right now because Harry's down in North Carolina doing his thing, or South Carolina. Harry is somewhere in the South. <laughs> Eating fried chicken or or a little bit of fried chicken because he's been on this really amazing diet and lost all this weight. So I know he's not gonna undo that work. But you know, Harry's a little lightheaded. He'll he'll take a chance and risk it and then complain that he risked it. <laughs> Harry is his own Harry, Harry is his own friend and enemy. <laughs> I, I never see anything quite like you know like just do the thing. just you already you're already doing the thing. so what? So anyway, Norris is riding shotgun this week and holding uh, down the fort. Harry will be back sometime next week and uh, you know and uh, our Jewish friends are getting ready for uh, the high holidays are upon them and they are getting ready. so, Holding them in in good prayer. Tomorrow is Yom Kippur. Today, tomorrow is Yom Kippur. So they're getting ready for that and all the planning and uh, and what needs to happen and uh, seeking forgiveness and atonement and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I hope every everybody I know who is Jewish has a peaceful and, um, prayerful Yom Kippur. Uh, so, uh, that's, that's where we are. Uh, I went to, um, home place yesterday in North Haven. You know, that store is huge. It's like, I, I don't know. And it's next door to big locks, big lots, which is also huge. I didn't go to big lots. I went to home place and you know, it's, it really is a great place to take a walk.
1: <laughs>
0: I really could have turned on my, my, um, my walking app so that I could count it as part of my workout because God knows you could be in here for days and just stroll. And, and I did up and down the aisles and there was still stuff that I didn't get to. I was like, oh, I'm tired. So I did buy, a, I did buy an outdoor rug. I'm always buying outdoor rugs. You know, like a mat, a doormat kind of rug, but a doormat for the inside of the house, because it's getting to be that time, and uh, and the one that I have is very Christmassy, and it's a little banged up, beat up. It's time to it's time to let it go. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I drove out to North Haven, interesting place. I, I these retail spaces, I, I don't know what to make of them. I really don't know what to make of them. So, um, but because uh, I mean it's such a it's such a big space, you know. So we'll see how long this lasts. Um, I I still for my for my money and value, and I think just they're owned by the same people that owns Marshall, TJ Maxx, Burlington, Home Goods, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But for my money, I still like those places, right? So I saw I thought. The home place was good and uh, I thought some things were a little bit pricey um, but uh, for the most part it's a well-organized store they've got a lot of uh, lovely things so you know anyway oh there's a, a another foreclosed house on my street and my old street on Bellevue I don't even recognize this house what house is this one forty Bellevue. Must be up a little bit. I have to, I have to go by and look at this, you know, because I was at four eighty one. So this is up the street. This is way up the street. This is closer to Golf Terrace, I think, between Golf Terrace and 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 Dwyer. Yeah. So, um, you know, those houses will not go for cheap. I, you know, when my house was in foreclosure. It went for pretty much what I paid for it like two forty something it went it went for that so uh i see my i see my uh old neighbor Shannneer Katz is in the mix uh um so he's uh there's a bunch of people huh anyway. Oh, people from New Jersey came to bid on the property. <sighs> I don't know how much it went for. I have to... Oh, so it did go for 177. You know, um, so you know, probably probably $50,000 less than what it probably could really get. So, uh, you know, if they're going to do this, going to They're just going to trick it out. They're going to probably put $50,000 into it and uh, put it back on the market. You know, it's a flip, which is fine. Sometimes a good flip is a good flip. When I bought my house, it was a flip. You know, they had already put good stuff in it. Uh, So, oh, these are the times. These are the times. These are the times. Yeah, that's a tough, it's a tough... uh, it's a tough um, time, tough time indeed. But, uh, so yeah, I'm on, the, I'm on the New Haven Independence site, just taking a look-see. <laughs> uh, I, I, I missed the, uh, I know there was an article up about the Civilian Review Board. I, let me tell you, I told people, I told people, they fight, fight, fight for things that they want, the things that they think they want, but nobody wants. To work on them the civilian review board requires a great deal of time just like being a a police commissioner i mean all all public service requires a great deal of time and so people can say whatever they want and whine about we need we need we need police oversight who's who's doing the oversighting if not you who the people that are screaming for this are not willing to sit in that space. You know why? Because they understand. They think some other people are going to want to do it. That some other people will will deem this necessary and will want to do it. But now I understand there's some vacancies and it's they're hard to fill. Why? Because it is a real commitment of time. And uh if you are if you're not up for it, then it's gonna be difficult to recruit people for it, you know, because people think, "Oh, I'm gonna get in there and I'm a I'm a da 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 da," and then they get these cases and they have to review them, and they're like, "Oh <laughs> You know, you start to look at these cases and you're like, "Oh, okay." Uh maybe this isn't police brutality right here, or maybe this isn't the police fault, or do you know what I mean? Like you get in there and you start looking at the details, you get in the weeds, and you're like, oh, <laughs> and 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 if you are in the space of um, you know, because they all they come at you fast, you have so many you know, that it becomes, and then you can't gather to talk about them because everybody's schedule. I'm just telling you, be careful what you ask for. <clears throat> be careful what you ask for because you might just get it. And I'm not suggesting that the civilian review board was not a good thing. That's, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it, is, it requires a great deal of commitment. Tom Green wrote a piece on it, cop review board vacancies mount. These people don't have time. <laughs> the civilian review board secretary and most public facing member has resigned, leaving the police accountability panel with yet another seat to fill as frustration fueled vacancies steady, steadily mount. It is a commitment of time. And it requires these folks to understand that they are shaping the review board as they are on it. <laughs> Listen, huh. yeah, Richard Krause last day was Monday and it's a volunteer, uh, it's a volunteer position. And uh, you know, it, you 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 have to get people who really want to be doing this, and it's hard uh, because uh, you know you you got to get people who are committed and dedicated and want to do it. Uh, you know, everybody thinks it's a good idea until they're called to do it, and. Uh, he he, he um, Mr. Krause has been considering leaving the board for some time. It felt that uh, that the development has stalled, and continued work uh, by him and other members were not yielding adequate results, despite their best efforts. There are obstacles that could not seem to overcome. So you know, he thought it would be more productive for himself to step back. I. I, I, I told you, (laughs) you know, it, it, this is work. It's not, I'm going to get a case. I'm going to get fired up. I'm going to deal with these. No, no. It takes a lot of weeding in the water. And if you're not ready to do that, it's a, it's boring. It's not as exciting as you think. Um, and it's a lot of reading. It's a lot of reading. So uh, I don't. I don't know where. Uh, I don't know where they go from here. I. I you know. Yeah. I. I think. I, I, you know. People don't understand the amount of work being on the board requires. That's any board. That's any board. That's why when I look at people getting mad at people on boards and who they think they are and blah, 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 these are the people that are committed to upholding and moving things forward. It's not glamorous. It is, and I thought, although I do make it look glamorous, it is not glamorous. It is a commitment of time and energy. It is long nights. It is, it is, it is uh, inconvenience. It is all those things. And, uh, and if you, if you can't get into that, it's, it's just, I, it doesn't matter if it's the civilian review board or the board of ed or the PTA or your church board. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It all requires a commitment of time and a level of passion for the work. You know, it really does. And people think Oh, I'm just going to serve on a board. Oh, serving on a board is like a piece of kit. No, nope. I can tell you, I serve on a great many and chair some. Uh, it, is, it is a lot of work and you have to be focused. You have to be focused and you have to be organized. And you have to rearrange your life to fit this stuff in. That's just the bottom line. You have to rearrange your life to fit this stuff in. And if you if you're not... Uh, then don't do it it's just you know many a call few are chosen that's how I see it I personally like serving on boards because I like having a hand in destiny I just do that's that's just how I see it I like having a hand in destiny and uh, um, and that's why I serve now let me tell you something when I'm done I'm done When, when I'm done, I'm done. When I'm done, I'm done. I'm not coming back. You know, and uh, but I serve on the boards that mean something to me. And uh, and I'm serving on more arts arts kinds of things because right now, my the last several years, I, I've been really loving art because I believe that art is the saving grace for all of us. That art, artist and those that support artists are the saving grace of all of us, you know? Yes, yes, of course, literacy is important. Yes, feeding the, the, the hungry is important and um, finding housing and, and, and it's, it's, it's re-entry and all those things are unequivocally important, equally, hands down. But where I'm at right now, Artists are, are the people that shape the future, that gives us our civility, and gives us a language for the moment that we are in. We were made for these times. And artists remind us that we were made for these times, whether it's controversial controversial art, provocative art, evocative art, or your kid just drawing doing art at school, it is necessary and foundational to the civility in the ways that we conduct ourselves, in the ways that we see ourselves as human, in the ways that we interact with each other. Artists give us depth and breadth and language uh, for being human. So that's so that's where my sensibilities are at the moment. Uh, and I've spent enough time on a different boards across the state, across this country, um, and particularly in New Haven, I I have a sense of, uh, of all the boards and what they do. But I'm telling you, for me, arts is, uh, is the frontier that I want to be on. It's the frontier that I want to be on. It's a great equalizer. Um, the conversation is richer around equity and inclusion for me, um, more so than any other uh, 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 advocation or vocation Uh, for me arts and arts community um, it makes me hopeful gives me hope that we can continue in the world so so yeah so serving on boards is hard and it's and it's not sexy it's not glamorous it's you know thinking about the future and thinking about you know how we move forward so uh, yeah Uh, that's all I'm saying I'm not surprised I called it early when they first started the civilian review board and people were stomping around going on and on and on about it just stomping about oh I was like we have a board of police commissioners if I were you and I'm not I would press the Board of Police Commissioners to do more of whatever it is you think you you want done. Because that really is a civilian review board. The Board of Police Commissioners are civilians. They are no police people on that board. Um, They are your civilian review board. They are already doing the work. So you create another entity because you think it has to be more community focused. The people on the board of police commissioners are your neighbors, they're from your community. They're not from Mars. You have to pick people who kind of have a sense of how to look at things and serve. So you've got the civilian review board. (laughs) And now everybody's like, oh, my God, I had no idea it was this much work. This is when I look in the camera and go, are you kidding me? (laughs) What did you think? Oh, you thought it was going to be like law and order on TV. (laughs) And then you get a case and 90, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. You you get it. (laughs) You solve it. Damn the police. (laughs) And then you get in there and you're like, oh, my God, I have to read all this. (laughs) Oh, my God, I have to. I have to spend time on this? I got to follow follow the paper? Uh, yes, yes, that's what it is. Well, what happened to the cases where the cops beat up people? I want them cases. These are those cases. <laughs> why is there so much paper? Why are we, meet? why is there so much time on this? <laughs> Give people what they want and they won't want it. I believe that wholeheartedly give people what they want and they won't want it. They won't. I'm not, listen, I do not say this to say, I think the civilian review board, is a bad idea. I think it was a decision based on emotion and, and a, and a lack of, of understanding what the board of police commissioner does and doing. And 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 why they roll the way they roll, you know. <laughs> so, so you create this civilian review board, which and I I guarantee there, there'll be, you know, there'll be no serving on this thing, because it's a it's a beast. And and then unless they get some new energy and some new imagination around it, it's gonna go the way of the dinosaur. And you know what you're gonna have a you're gonna have a. You probably could get some old people to serve on it, you know. You know, and I, I, and I say old people because I'm old people now, right? I'm never serving on that thing, so that that's that's a no out out, out of the gate. I'm never I'm never serving on that kind of stuff because that's not where my interest lies. And for me, um, I, I don't see the point. But having been a police commissioner for three years or four years or however long I sat on it board. Um, I can tell you it is, and I sat on it when it was archaic, right? When you had, like now I think you probably could get files digitally and, you know, you can, the communication tools are modern. You know, when I served on the board of police commissioners, you know, they was delivering files to my house. <laughs> Just basic folders, <laughs> you know, um, and, and, and with a, with a legal pass, you can make notes and it's like, oh my God, <laughs> spread to God. So it, in my day, it was pad and pencil and, uh, there was no, there was no logging stuff in the computer. There was no emails and texts. It was none of that. It was. You, you got to physically pick up a damn file and sift through it and it'd be copies of stuff, you know? Whew. So I, I now, you know, you, they can just, you know, send you a zip drive full of stuff, photos, the whole nine. You don't ever have to put your hands on a folder. I, that's how I imagined it to be, you know? I mean, listen, when I was on the board of all the same thing, I get these big giant packets delivered to my house every week. Oh, my God, it was. <laughs> and I remember they gave us some laptops that half ass worked because, um, and they were city city managed. And the little man that was managing them, oh, God. I mean, those things were, in those days, a laptop was a beast. I don't even know what happened to that thing. I hope I turned it in. <laughs> but It was a beast. You know, now you you can look at documents on your phone. So now would be a good time to, to be doing all this stuff because the technology makes makes your life better, I guess. Um, but so I say all that to say it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And and And, for you know, reading the Tom Breen article and they were like, you know, we have to tell people the commitment of time. And I'm thinking to myself, what? (laughs) If you've never served on a board, I don't think the civilian review board should be your first board. I honestly think you should get people who have had some public service Some community service in a board capacity, uh, so that the learning curve isn't so great, right? And I know that's a real reach because um, that that might be a small pool to draw from. Might be a small pool.
1: Uh, um,
0: But it it would it would. It would be it would bode well to get people who have some understanding on how to run an agenda, how to run a meeting, how meetings work, that kind of stuff, and and discussion and action items and deliverables and all that kind of stuff, so that you can move smoothly through the process, whatever the process is. Um, I, you know, I'm grateful to have. Pledge a sorority in college because that that was foundational uh, uh, to my understanding on how to be a board member, how to run organizations, how to do community outreach and service. Like you learn that in the Black sorority level. I mean, we make it look like it's fun. We do. Uh, We do. But let me tell you something. It is work. It is a lot of work. It is a lot of moving parts. It is a lot of choreography. It is a lot of getting on one page. It is a lot of consensus building. It is a lot of, um, it's just a lot. And I I don't say that to say that, oh, it shouldn't be done. No, I'm saying it that what, what the public doesn't see is the behind the scenes effort. The lift. They don't see the lift. They just see stuff on the stage, but they don't see the lift to the stage. That's 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 the point that I'm making. So um I, I don't I would suggest that the civilian review board get out there and recruit and knock on doors and, and hold some town hall meetings, you know, and and really get people re-excited about it, if that's the if they wanna continue this, otherwise it's gonna, it's gonna fall by the wayside until something happens publicly with the police officer and a civilian. And then people will get on their high horses and rant about where's the civilian review board that I'm not willing to serve on, but I think is necessary. Because that's essentially what people were saying. I want a civilian review board, but I don't want to serve on it. I want somebody else. <laughs> and but not that somebody else. And not that somebody else. Somebody else of my own choosing and liking. But I myself can't serve. You see the mess with that? It's just ridiculous, you know. But mm-hmm. I just thought I'd bring that up because. Not to say, ha, 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 but to say, ha, 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 because I knew it was going to go down this way. Because you can't give people what they want, because they won't want it. <laughs> they won't want it. You can't give people what they want, because they won't want it. And I know firsthand how much work it is, and, and that can be daunting. So, I mean, we can't even get people to show up for school stuff, so, and and these are people with kids. <laughs> You don't need me showing up for school stuff. I have no dog in that fight anymore. But when I was a parent, I mean, I'm still a parent. But when I was uh, a practicing managing parent, because <laughs> now I am a consulting parent. Um, it's a different day. It's just, it's just a different level of commitment. And uh, God help them. I I hope that they can if this is what they truly want to do, that they could get out and and resurrect, uh, resurrect the civilian review board and see. We'll see. I'll keep my eye on it. I am never serving on it. Do you hear me? Never, 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 ever, ever. And I don't have no advice on who should serve on it, you know, because I think they got to figure this out. And, uh, they will, <laughs> or they won't one either way. <laughs> they will, they won't. I don't know. not my fight. Not my dog, not my circus, not my monkeys, not my fight. Not, I got other fights. I really do. And, uh, and not really so much other fights, just other things that, that uh, I'm concerned about. And uh, high five to uh, Jeanette Sykes and um, uh, my older over here and all of them fighting the good fight uh, for the, the, to, to keep the Ab Foundation from uh, showing up in this neighborhood. I mean, they're just not good stewards. And that's, that's the only way I know how to say that. They're just not good stewards of, of community. They never have been. That they, they've not been good stewards over there on Congress Avenue. They're not good stewards over at Long War on Sergeant Drive or wherever they are. They're just not good stewards, and 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 they and they double down on. They double down on not being good stewards. You know, like they double down on it, and uh, and I find that problematic. And 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 so do other people, and you know. W- w- listen, no no one no one is against treatment. No one, we we understand. There's, there's probably not enough treatment, but I think you have to put treatment. You have to put treatment facilities in places where one you lessen predatory behavior on both sides predatory behavior of people who are addicts and predatory behavior of people who serve addicts. And I think if you put it in this neighborhood, you will not be able to combat either one. You won't be able to combat either one. And this community will become a war zone and it's already on the brink. Right? So, you know, these, these facilities need to take the temperature of the room. That's not a place where you can, just because the space might be adequate, look around. You know, don't just think about, oh, the space is needed. And don't think, oh, we'll be in a community that might need this resources. That may or may not be true, but the community does not want it up front. I think it needs to be someplace where you can you can lessen predatory behavior. And I, I don't I don't mean that to say I don't mean that disparagingly like I'm not trying to knock. I'm not trying to shame people or demean people, but with addiction comes predatory behavior. I'm an addict. I got an addict. <laughs> I'm a seller of drugs, I need customers. That's a predatory arrangement. That's a that's a design for predatory behavior. It just is. And if they're not looking at that that way, then shame on them for pretending that this is not the case. This is not this is not the community for that kind of thing. It isn't. It isn't. It needs to be out of the way um, so that the access to to these folks is challenging. Do you know what I mean? So that it is challenging, you know, because these addicts on, especially on Congress Avenue, they have access to, they come out of those that space and they are Right there in the mix of what brought them to the space. I mean, we when we were doing Word on the Street, we talked to many an addict, um, and who talked about how difficult it was for them to come out of there, and and, you know. Score. Do they say score? Am I saying? I feel like I'm saying some 1970s kind of, you know, (laughs) I'm using some, I'm using some uh, 1970s uh, lingo. (laughs) (sighs) You know, I'm just saying. So kudos to this community for saying, listen, we, we, we got a lot of issues and we can't have this one on top of it. And that's and that's what communities should say. It should take its own temperature and say we can't we can't we can't afford this in our neighborhood. We, we don't we don't have the resources to combat this. You know, and, and the fact that the app people are not good stewards and won't be good neighbors and we know they won't. I, I don't even it's not even we're not even making this up. We, we see with our own eyes they they've never been good stewards of community. They're just not, um, and then they double down on not being good stewards. No, you're not. You're not gonna, cause I, cause I don't, I don't see you, I don't see you looking up in Westville for property. St. Aidan's is vacant. You could put a whole drug treatment center in that whole space. But, I, but I guarantee you, those neighbors will come with pitchforks and tiki torches. <laughs> You know it. I know it. We all know it. No shade to the Westville people. No shade, but they have clearly defined that this is what is acceptable in our neighborhood, and this is what ain't. So I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just putting it out there, good people. Just putting it out there. So, anyway, uh, high five to to the to the people's. Cause they're doing the damn thing, and they're not—they're not playing around. And I ain't mad at them. I'm with them. I wrote my letter. I voiced my opinion. I'm with you. I'm so with you. Cause we can't sustain that. And you know, God help addicts, really. And they just—and addicts deserve a space where they can go to, and not feel the pressure of of outside forces being predatory with them when they're coming for treatment. Do you know what I mean? Like they deserve that too. And we have to make sure that we keep the focus on where it ought to be getting people help and creating and putting it in an environment where they can feel empowered and safe and, and not, and not have the burden of predatory behavior right there when they walk it, when they are walking over the threshold. That's all I'm saying. Let's get to that. <laughs> get to that, I say. So, uh, I, I, but I am for adult and coming into the neighborhood because that's an educational institution that could bode well for the community. And if you put the right things in place, if you put if you put all the right things in place as an educational outlet, I think good things could happen. So you know, I imagine this is what I would imagine that um, you know the, the 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 adult education system comes over there, and then maybe they they partner with Gateway and do some satellite stuff, right? So that people so that other people can engage and benefit and and participate. In in all the things, right? No, I listen. Get downtown is not a hardship. I don't think you could just, particularly in this neighborhood, you've got three buses that roll right downtown: the Winchester bus, Dixwell, and Shelton Avenue. So that that might be a, a plus. But I, I would I would make it a, a a true educational hub in the sense that yes, adult ed and some other educational, higher educational pursuits connected to it. That's what I would suggest. That would bode well, I think, in a community like this, because we already know education is critical to people's um, upward mobility. So, but, you know, who am I? I'm not the mayor. I don't run nothing but this show. <laughs> and all, and that could change too. So, I'm just saying, that's that's how I would reimagine. And I and I love saying reimagine. That's how I would reimagine. I would think about this. This is how I'm thinking about these kinds of things. Like, and let's let's put an end to this. And let's do this. You know, and 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 put things that are a little, a little, a little beyond. A little, uh, 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 like, do some things that sort of push people to sort of jump a little higher for stuff. And I think a, a marriage of gateway or a bird is or whoever the hell, um, whatever educational pursuits that you could put in place would be good. I would say Yale too, but, you know, you know Yale's not gonna, they're not gonna come down. I could come out, out them gates.
1: <laughs>
0: but that would be that would be an end. You know, that would be a good end. And uh, and I'd like to see that. So anyway, my keys are right there on the take on the island. Good morning. Good morning. My daughter's coming there. Good morning. I'm on my show, y'all are talking to me. <laughs> trying to. I'm working here. I'm working here. Hello, <laughs> people. See how loud they are? Yes. So, um, yeah. So that's that's that would be what I would suggest. That you know, when we think about um, educational pursuits and ed- educational opportunities, that if they're going to use that space for that, that they should put an end to that. Not just adult education. Not just um, uh, uh, that, but and we're going to do education and Gateway and Alberta and Yale and whoever, Southern or whoever, you know, that's all I'm saying. Food for thought. We're just we're just bouncing ideas, just bouncing ideas. So I think that'd be a good idea. I, I wouldn't mind that at all. I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind an educational outlet here. I wouldn't mind it. You know. It would be uh, it might be worthwhile doing along with some other things. It might be worthwhile doing. So um, so yes, I, I told y'all I won't be here tomorrow. because uh, I'm gonna make my way to hang out with the vice president of the United States. If I get my clearance, tomorrow's Jan Kippur. Uh, let's see. I have guests. I don't have any guests this week, hmm. but next week. Oh, Monday is uh, Columbus day. I don't think we'll be on indigenous people's day. I'm stop saying Columbus day, indigenous people's day. And, uh, the anniversary of, uh, Lucy Gelman and Tom Breen, who I, married some years ago two years ago so this is my handiwork is solid (laughs) my handiwork is solid uh let's see what else what else do i have going on uh yeah so next week the week next week i think i'll have some guests i'm lining them up now you know, because people people want to talk and they want to come on and which I'm excited about. Elm City Lit Fest is coming on in October, October 17th, because their event is coming up, Elm City Lit Fest. Uh, I've got Alexis and Lynn because they uh Alexis, who is a you know, tap dancer extraordinaire. She's co- in collaboration with another dancer, and they're doing some dancey things. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the symphony will be on, the folks from the symphony will be on on, um, uh, on the 20th. Um, so I've got, I've got some folks coming on I'm very excited about. And I'm trying to schedule up the New Haven Docs people. I'm trying to give them a couple of days because there's a lot of films that ought to be um, discussed And I'm having uh, um, the good Dr. Camelia Lawrence coming on uh, to talk about breast because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I said this yesterday, get these tatas in those machines and get them looked at, you know, I know, I know, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could arm men to do breast exams, you know, our lovers and boyfriends. To do breast exams, <laughs> that, that should be that should be a a a campaign. <laughs> You're touching them anyway. <laughs> touch touch with touch with more m- m- uh, more purpose, not just for pleasure. Touch with purpose, <laughs> save lives. <laughs> Be a real Superman, a real Superman. Learn how to do uh, breast exams on your women, on the women that you love. You know, learn how to do it. You know, there should be there should be little courses for men to go and learn how to uh, do breast breast exams, and they could really be in partnership with with their wives and girlfriends and fiancés. Seriously. Um, I mean you're checking anyway. So, I mean you you already you already you already hands on. <laughs> Add that to it. You make it fun. You know? So, I'm just just my suggestion. <sighs> That's why you don't want me running the world. <laughs> I challenge every man out there that has a partner, a spouse, a fiance, a girlfriend or a side chick, whatever it is you got. Go and learn how to do breast exams for your woman, your person. Learn how to do it. Learn and and tell them Babs sent you. So we're about to jump over into the PSA world in a minute and uh, the call letters and all that. I'm gonna take a break and then I'll be back. But I think that's a good campaign. Let these men learn how to give breast exams. I'll be back.
2: Go ahead, Nora. (laughs) You know, if the kids have to get the COVID vaccine for school, my five-year-old starts kindergarten this year. It's not required, but I did get mine vaccinated to be on the safe side. There were several cases of COVID in the classes this year, and I'm happy they all stayed healthy. I just keep wondering if the COVID vaccine is the right thing for my child. I understand fully. And from what I've seen, there's been no major issues with my friends or their children. The COVID 19 vaccine is safe and effective and it improves people's lives thanks to this vaccine there's less spread and fewer symptoms reported by those who get infected now everyone over the age of six months can get it and no appointment is necessary find out more at nhvvax.com nhvvax.com make summer safer protect your family from covid19 anyone over nine months old can get vaxed no appointment necessary Visit nhvvax.com, that's nhvvax.com for everything you need to know. I'm New Haven Health Director Marissa Bond. If you or your family have COVID-19 symptoms or think you were exposed to someone with COVID, quarantine, stay home, and get tested on day five if possible. If you have COVID, isolate, wear a mask, vaccinate, get boosted, and tested as needed. Those are the best ways to stop the spread of COVID. At this time, we are vaccinating everyone ages five and up. Stay safe, New Haven.
0: Hi, this is Babs rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
1: I want to dance. All night, Monday morning. I'm sick of this job already. When Tuesday gets here, I'm already hoping for the hump day. Wednesday night, calling my girls, making sure our plans are still tight. up with this book in a little while me and my girls we turned it up last week boys love us With the things that my boss is expecting me to, even though I'm staying in the rain, I'm not late enough to not have an attitude. It doesn't feel right that I work so hard all day and then I'm supposed to sleep through the night. Take care of all that works out the way. So ladies, put your sexy on and tell them that we're hanging tonight. So if you handle yours like like me. Put your hands together so they all can see. We've come to End of yours like a ball. Cause when life tried to flip, we didn't get tall. Send them pearly white, time to flaws. Got top billing counted the cost. Everybody knows that you're gonna go get it. with a smile as you earned your cheddar. Work real hard, yeah. who can do better than you, bob we Got through the week. I didn't even trip when we didn't speak. Yo, I'm JK, and I'm doing my thing with my dicks and
2: This is Ace Livingston and you're listening to 103.5 FM W N H H.
1: He had cash and he really looked hot This song could be about Your happiness But he is so focused on his bait You're gonna let a good catch get away This song could be about How we first met But how we gonna reminisce When you haven't got over him yet This song could be about searching for, you're looking all over town, and I'm knocking on your front door, to be. See him, That decision left me in dismay This song should be about When I got your call Saying you weren't ready for marriage That you couldn't commit at all This song should be about our oh, happy years The status of God when he you I was there to dry your tears This song should be about Say I came to my senses Holding my feet back on the you. Like you divorce, get legs from the dance floor. Girls are saying they want more. Fellas they get on the floor. Then somebody screams, it's got to be jaking on the scene. You know that I'm a party fiend, so of course it's dangerous. dangerous. don't take a run up you, yes. No, I have to impress. Can't come with nothing less. than on the mud gusto Cats won the battle, but they don't know. Just which way I flow. You might be right. But don't you know that my game is tight? Got you right in my sights. Let's believe all the hype. We're going rock tonight. You got too much. It's up to the dance floor. Got all these shorties and they're all screaming more. Got so much that they wanna show you. Want you to think. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
0: Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. It's, you know, after 10, about 10, 16, I'm doing my thing, sitting in my chair. It's cold. <laughs> Got on my teddy, teddy warmy thing. That's what I'm wearing today, y'all. That's where you see me out there looking like a big teddy bear. That's what the day calls for. You know, uh... Fall is upon us, beautiful people, and uh, you just got to deal with it. That's just embrace it. Embrace the four seasons. We live in the Northeast, and we have the blessings of four seasons. <laughs> I know, and I know I feel, and I'm I like most of you feel like summer just left us ghosted us high and dry. I have faith though maybe maybe in that next week or the week after we might get that little hint of a little bit of heat you know what I mean that that Indian summer we'll see. We shall see anyway. so has anybody been watching um, the Game of Thrones uh, the House of the Dragons? Oh Lord. Uh, it comes on every Sunday, but I, I seem to miss it so I catch it I catch you know I catch the replay of it, you know on HBO. It could be at any time, right and uh it it is equally as compelling to me, I think as Game of Thrones. I know people are still in their feelings about the way Game of Thrones ended. And I am too, because I, I thought the ending was very lackluster. Not not the way that I thought the Sopranos um, season series ending. I know people were upset about that too. But I I like the fact at the end of the Sopranos that they were in a diner and they were just another American family out to dinner on a Friday night. You know what I mean? Like, and people would, uh, you know, I mean... <laughs> It's amazing to me that people wanted more killing. (laughs) They wanted more more family beef. Like they wanted all of that. And what they got was just a family sitting down at a restaurant having dinner, talking about usual things. So, but the Game of Thrones is very different because they gave us a steady diet of provocative things like the red wedding and, you know, like every time there was a wedding, it was drama, <laughs> you know, dragons and giants and, oh my. So I get, mm. I get that we were all up in our feelings that they just ended it. So like we, we didn't see, um, um, Cersei and her brother really get, 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 Catch it! I mean, they just died together on an earthquake or some old mess, right? Like the building fell down. But we really wanted her to like catch a bad one, <laughs> you know, like all, all the all the all the ish that she she caused. That just was too 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 easy. I mean, we just wanted, and then to have Jon Snow um, knock off Daenerys. After all that she's been through, he's the he, he. just puts a knife in her heart and kills her. I don't know. I just felt like I, like a lot of other people, felt like this should have been a bigger, a bigger, more dramatic. Like, whoa! They did that, you know, kind of ending because all throughout the show they gave us that, you know, when 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 that little miserable boy king choked to death poisoned to death we were cheering we we're like oh my god i hate this boy <laughs> like oh my god i hate and he was he was the right sort of just unlikable nasty like just unlikable nasty but we wanted him to catch it we wanted there were so many people who deserved to catch it and so many people that deserve some redemption. And they didn't give us that. It was like they hurried it off and be like, you know, F it. So, so I understand how people feel like I, I'm, I'm broken up with the Game of Thrones. I don't give a damn what they put out there. But listen, they got the whole piece on Jon Snow coming. And we want some of that backstory on that Jon Snow. Because Jon Snow was everything. Well, I'm enjoying this House of Dragons. One because it got a lot of black people in it and they are white-haired dreadlocked folks. And uh it is a lot it's very interesting. And they're rich. Like they're not poor, they're not servants. They're rich and and are founders of everything. So, one of the founders of everything. But, you know, they they love to play fast and loose with incest and provocative things. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw a post, I saw a post yesterday that said, I never thought I would be cheering for incest. <laughs> I'm glad she didn't have her. I'm glad her husband wasn't killed and that the cat that they sent to kill him was the boyfriend, was his lover. So they, they staged the whole thing which was sweet, and, but it was bad for the parents because somebody had to be sacrificed in that space to switch out, you know, they switched, switched bodies and he was all burnt up. So they just assumed it was his son, their son. And I think that was tough for the parents to witness that. Like that, that was cruel, you know, that's their son. Somebody killed them, but it wasn't their son. Your son is off to go live his best life. And he just shaved off his hair. So nobody, so now he just looks like another brother out there in the world. As long as his white hair doesn't grow back, you know, just shave it. Um, but it was amazing. And the dragons are everything you think dragons ought to be, you know. But the king's wife, she is a shrew man. She is, she is a piece of work. Her son should have gave her up though, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't. And she was scared to death. <laughs> but, but listen, in doing that, you create a monster. Now you've got a monster child to deal with who is going to, the minute you tell him something, he's going to be like, you don't tell me a damn thing because you're the one, blah, 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 that was feeding me all this information. So she, she's going to catch it too because you have a kid like that, Mm-mm. And he might be loyal to her, but he's got bigger fish to fry. He really does. And now he's on some power trip, right? He's on some, I, I, I can beat somebody's ass kind of thing, even though they snatched his eye. But, you know, he learned how to ride the dragon. And now the dragon is his. So now he's feeling all powerful. How you like me now kind of stuff. So I don't know. I, I I'm watching it. I'm like Leslie Dog, I'm watching it. I'm like, "Oh. Huh." But you know, honestly, that woman, I don't know how she I don't know how she thought she was going to pull up the little black-haired kids to all the white-haired kids in the family. But the father was like, "I won't hear of it." He knows, but he's like, "Ain't nobody going to go against what I say. And those are my grandchildren. Those are my daughter and her husband's children, and I don't I don't got nothing else to say about it." <laughs> Everybody gonna have to shut up, and everybody does shut up. But but the, the the wife, you know, and I and I get it. She feels like she sacrificed a great deal, but she showed out. She she was mad, and then she grabbed the dagger and stabbed the woman in her arm and uh, his daughter in the arm, and you know, I was like, and you know, her father is the first hand. I hope this king doesn't die in a precarious way, because you know, because if he dies, it's going to be all on war. But here's the thing: they don't control the dragons. The white-haired people control the the Targaryens. Um, control the dragons. I would be worried about people who could control dragons, because all they got to do is draconis. And that, you know, everything is up in flames. (laughs) Draconis. (laughs) Poof. (laughs) I swear to God, when I was watching and they were standing out looking at the ship, you know, her father's ship and the wife and all of them sailing to go wherever the hell they're going to Westeros or wherever they're going. And I saw the dragons flying with them. And I was like, is she going to say Draconis and burn up that whole ship with them on it? I swear to God, I was like, is she gonna really do the men like this? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she could have because but who was but that's an outright murder, right? So you know, you outright murder your parents, your father and his wife. I don't know, I don't know if that gets you to the iron throne. I don't I don't know what gets you to the I don't think that gets you to the iron throne. Uh, but I, I think you gotta kill a bunch of people, but you can't make it obvious like that, you know. Because there's only a few people that could, y'all are the only ones that could command the dragons. So if the dragons breathe fire onto the ship, they know it's you. So no, you're not going to play that game. But I, I thought she was going to do it though. When she was staring, she was hard staring out there. And I was like, she's going to go to the this And it's going to get. but she didn't do it. She didn't do it. Instead, she made that blood pack with her uncle. Now, I mean, listen, I just feel like this. If you was going to make a blood pack, you should have just did that already and had your kids and they all would have looked like each other. Right? Like, you should have just went there to begin with. I mean, if you're going to be like, if you're going to be all the way nasty, you should have just started nasty. Instead of marrying that gay guy who (laughs) who couldn't get you pregnant. Which is unfortunate because, you know, they had they, they had relations a couple of times and, you know, but, you know, if your heart ain't in it, if your heart ain't in it. So they so they got into it a couple of times, but she didn't get pregnant. But when she was with the with the night guy, you know, the guy who was there to protect the realm Boom. She didn't popped out two or three babies for him. All these little dark haired kids. I was like, you know, I got no dye at the house where you could have just dyed that hair. And just kept dying it under secrecy. It's just all you needed is some peroxide. Poof. They <laughs> look like everybody else. I don't know. I just I I it's a it is a wild fantasy, fantastical tale. It is a ride, and you have to suspend whatever you think you feel about whatever. When you're watching this, you just have to go, oh, really? I mean, yes, it's still, they still objectify women. It's still misogynistic. It's still patriarchal. It is still maddening. But damn, it's good. Whew. See, that's where you want all your, that's where you want all that stuff to live, right? In fiction on TV. Like, you don't want it in your real life. Like, nobody wants any of that mess in their real life. Nope, nope. Nope, it's delicious to watch, but you don't want it in your real life. I don't want to play Game of Thrones in real life. I That's first of all, it's too much. <laughs> I'd be exhausted before lunch. <laughs> I gotta worry about who's gonna do me in. I gotta worry about other people's alliances. <laughs> I gotta worry about how I'm gonna get on the Iron Throne and stay there. <laughs> I got worry about my kids. I got worry about my dad. Oh, are you kidding me? No. But it is delicious to watch, baby. It is delicious to watch. So, so yeah, I'm following along. And then I'm gonna follow along when um when uh Jon Snow gets it together. Uh, I'm I'm gonna follow along because I, I wanna know the Jon Snow backstory too. How you know. Because for all that time, right? He grew up thinking um that he was, he was some bastard child. And he wasn't. He was equally like them. And and um um the father took him in, but it was his sister, the father's, his so-called adopted father's sister. She was his child and the uh and the and the Tagarian, his mother was Tagarian or whatever she was, and the father was um. The other people, one of the relatives to uh, Cersei, I think there was the brother. So anyway, uh, interesting, interesting. Uh. That's my Game of Thrones. I have to remember to uh, watch it on Sunday nights. I always forget. Normally my daughter Margo would send me a text. You watching the Game of Thrones? And I, ooh, no, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, uh, House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Watch House of the Dragon. So I happened upon it last night and I was flipping through the channel. I was like, oh, oh, that's right. It happened Sunday. So I was like, let me turn it on. Let me watch. Um, and uh, it is, it is uh, let me tell you something. It is something. Uh, I like House of the Dragon. I can't wait for um, the second season of um, uh, Colton Whitehead's Underground come back. That was, that was an incredible piece of, uh, 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 that was an incredible series, I thought. It's so well done. And it was freaky as all get out. Like it was just, it was freaky in a good way. So if you've not seen Colton Whitehead's um, Underground, taken from his book, The Under- Underground, um, it, it's really, really well done. I think the sister that's in The Woman King is the sister that plays in Underground? Uh, I, I I think, I think she's the same one. Cause God knows, uh, 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 it was such a good. Uh, I th- I think that I think they're the same. I think they're the same people. Cause I was looking at her, and I was like, I know I haven't I haven't um I'm not I've not lost that much. Uh, uh, I haven't seen her in that long that uh, I I missed it. So let me see, let me see what I need to look at because um, no, this is is this the one? No, this one, not the Underground by Misha Green, um, that was on uh like the the regular networks. This Underground was um, Colton Whitehead's from Taken from the Book, uh, Underground. And uh, I thought his, um, I haven't read the book. I haven't read any of his books. And, uh, and I've been meaning to read them, you know, because he's got um, the Nickel Boys, um, Harlem Shuffle, the Underground Railroad, Zone One, the um, uh, Intu- Intuitionist, um, John Henry Day's, uh, the Noble Hustle and The Hurt. Um, Apex Hides, The Hurt. So I, 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 I'm going to take a deep dive next year. I think it's a Colton Whitehead's work um, and see before they make any more of these damn books, movies. <laughs> before they make any movies, any more movies. Uh, I watched him on, I think I watched him talk about the nickel boys on uh CBS morning. Because I liked I liked CBS morning. Comes out at nine, goes off at 10:30. I love it. And uh I, I actually I actually uh, actually enjoy listening to him and, and and the way that he writes about race and uh, and all of that. And, uh, so I want to take a deep dive, but God knows I, I've got so many (laughs) books, you know, when I was in prison, I read a book a day, (laughs) Uh, you know, when, when I, um, when I was in prison, I read a book a day. And I was, because I was able to do it because I have nothing else. There was literally nothing else for me to do. Um, and so I read, I read 30 books in 29 days. And, and I have to find the list so I could tell people how to post the list. I thought I, I thought I might've posted it on my blog some years ago. I had to go look. And uh, I had to go look and, 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 and see. Yes, this is the same sister. From um from uh the woman king. I mean she she has um she has the best stare of anybody. Uh Thusu Mbedu, Thusu, The Usu, The Um she she really is a talented, talented, talented sister. And uh I really, really, really love seeing her work. Really love seeing her work. And the fact that she's in The Woman King is just, uh, you know, when I saw her, I just was like, she, she just has that look. You know, she gives me young Cicely Tyson with that, with that level of range and believability. Do you know what I mean? Like, she should get an Oscar. I, 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 she should get, She should at least, at the very least, get a nod. At the very least, you should get a nod, you know, I mean, it it was, she's just amazing. So, um, uh, I want to, I want to see her. She was born in 1991 in, uh, South Africa. Whew, Golly girl. She is young, 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 but she's stunning. And, uh, Uh, she is amazing and beautiful and just incredible to look at. So I I just want to see, I just want to watch her star shine. I really do. She is just something to behold. But anyway, um, she's amazing in, in, in the Underground Railroad. It, she just is hauntingly, uh, stunning and courageous and brave. And just when you think oh you know oh this is the end she just rises like the phoenix and i was like girl so that was a roller coaster ride watching that so i'm i'm looking forward to um season three if they get it together do it i know the pandemic has put a cramp in everybody's shine um but I, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing her trajectory. She is one to watch. She is one to watch, and uh, so. But anyway, that's my my other show um, um, to watch, and uh, I I like that. And then I don't really I don't know if I have another show. Oh, I'm waiting for. Um, You know, the show about uh, uh, New York in the 1800s, I'm ready for that to come back uh, because that was good uh, uh, with uh, uh, a good, good black cast in that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, There's some good stuff out there. (laughs) But now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling the the craziness of all the streaming devices now. I just, because there's stuff on Apple TV that I want to watch. There's stuff on Hulu, there's stuff on HBO Max, stuff on Disney, then there's some other streaming. I was like, what the hell? I thought we were doing away with this, you know. Anyway, uh, it's a little, a little bit challenging. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I, I'll, I'll get my, my time in with the good stuff. Uh, and um, that's where we are, people. We doing the daggone thing. So yeah, so I, I, I don't watch as much TV as I used to watch, uh, but I still watch a great deal of TV and I'm trying to do a great deal of reading. You know, I'm still um, tackling through the yellow house which uh, I need to push on and press through and get through that. Um, As, as I'm reading the, um, the color of the law for class. So, so I'm reading those two books simultaneously, which is fine. I mean, I always read two books. Like I I don't know how to not read two books uh, at the same time. I just can't do one book. I mean, I can, but I like, I I like to, I like to, uh, I, I, I like to mix up fiction and nonfiction. Like I, I, I like, um, you know, uh, because sometimes the, the fiction that I read is, the nonfiction that I'm reading is a heavy lift. <laughs> and sometimes you need some fiction to soften the lift, the, soften that. Uh, so as so I'm, I'm, I'm doing heavy light, heavy light, heavy light. And I find that that seems to make, keep me happy to do that so uh yeah that's that's what i'm talking about a bit of a heavy lift um and then i'm going when i finish these two books and i'm hope, hopefully i will finish them by the end of this month and then i can move on to uh two other books and get my 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 get my reading piles down which which they will never be down because i'm looking at piles over here that i haven't even gotten to and At some point, I'm just gonna, and you know, I'm just randomly. Now at this point, I'm just picking up books that I have in the house and just like, okay, I'm gonna press through this. You know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to not drag a book out two months. You know, that's the that's really the the real goal is to not drag a book out for two months. So so maybe maybe I get up in the morning and, and and do some early morning reading. I'm already up. So maybe that's how I get my reading in, you know? Maybe that's how I do it. And uh, maybe that's how we do it. So I'm not, I don't, I don't think we're gonna do a show on Columbus Day. I think I'm gonna take that day off. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that day off and just be quiet. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> uh, you know. Um, let's see. Yeah, and then that's 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 the reading life for now. That's that's what I'm going to try to do. And then all the time that it's going to take to uh to study for this LSAT, I have to uh, leave room uh, for that kind of thing. And uh, and be prepared to, uh, you know, uh, be prepared to uh, 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 have all my reading time devoted to to that kind of study. But in the meantime, until we get to the hardcore stuff, uh, I'll just uh, I'll stick to that and uh, stick to my very um, challenging reading list while, while I'm able to read <laughs> and, ch- and choose the books that I like. <laughs> and, and oh my God, it doesn't help that I spend so much time at Possible Futures, which which I'm going to think I'm going to run over there today and uh, uh, take some books because I'm just, uh, I need, there's some things that I need to work on. Um, and I've got to do some other things. It's just, you know, it's just one of these things where you just got there's a lot of swirling parts, a lot of moving parts, you know, a lot of moving parts. And there's things that I got to take care of. So I'm going to do that and uh, see what the rest of the day brings me. You know, just see what the rest of the day brings me. It's raining today. Tomorrow I'll be in New Britain. Hopefully that doesn't take all day because I do have to get back for uh, um, the Arts Council board meeting at <laughs> 5.30. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then, uh, let's see. Tuesday, Thursday. I got a late board meeting, which is fine. And there's something else. Oh, and class. Double class on Thursday. So I'm going to figure that out. I'm going to figure that out. And... Uh, and that's what i'm doing that's that's the week in progress that is the week in progress as i know it and then start scheduling up some guests uh i believe it's october um hispanic heritage month i think uh october is hispanic heritage month i think i think or was it last month uh um I think that's what I'll do. Yeah. No, it's, it runs from national Hispanic heritage month is September 15th to October 15th, which I didn't know they could straddle the month like that. So I guess they're like the month is whatever the month is, but I thought it would be like the whole month of October, but it's September 15th to October 15th is a, Hispanic Heritage Month, and it pays tribute to uh, the generations of Hispanic Americans who have positively influenced and enriched um, our nation and society. So so I'm glad I looked that up because now um, tomorrow I can talk, tomorrow I can just talk about um, Hispanic Heritage Month a little bit more and um, showcase um, Hispanic Americans who have uh, contributed to the the depth and breadth of this country, and to the world. How about that to the world? So, so that'll be, uh, uh, and and I'll, I have some people want to talk about the culture. Um, I think I got some things cooking, so we'll see. I think that'll be good. But I'm about to wrap up my day and uh, my morning here. I'm back tomorrow morning, same bet time same bat channel um thank you nora for uh sitting in for uh the great harry drose who is down there in the somewhere in the deep south eating fried something <laughs> and taking a little downtime taking a little downtime <coughs> happy anniversary to the droses i think it falls in sometime during this week I think or happy birthday or one of these something some celebratory thing going on for them during this week so wherever they are we are sending you good vibrations Harry you better not even be listening to this show don't even turn your phone on we'll handle whatever comes up and uh, I won't be here tomorrow but I'll be back on Thursday so uh, whatever Nora picks um, For the two hours tomorrow, it'll be good. So Nora, pick some good stuff for uh, the 9 o'clock show and the 10 o'clock show. And uh, y'all be all right in these streets. I'm about to jump off and uh, go do my thing. (laughs) I'm going to jump off and go do my thing. So uh, Plus, I got a whole paper to get ready for. So I'm going to go do that. And then uh, that's where we are. So thank you all for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it greatly. Even though it's dreary in the elm and rainy and cold, I'm still not turning my heat on. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Got to wait. Halfway through. If I can get down a little ways down a little later into October, sure. then it might click on unless the temperature drops way below what I'm comfortable with so far I'm good so far you know I let the one window up the one window down that I had up in the house and that has made a tremendous difference so that's where I'm at so I'm out of here good people y'all make it a good day be good be kind be in love and uh I'll be back on Thursday thanks Nora